Welcome, you've reached the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. The Brothers Journey is where we connect brother to brother, seeking wisdom and knowledge on our way to building understanding. Join the journey with Brother Steve. We will have real discussions and thought-provoking interviews on a wide range of topics for the purpose of creating a winning strategy. Together we will work to sharpen our vision and encourage action for our kingdom assignment. Now let's get it. Welcome brothers to the Brothers Journey Show. The signpost for today's episode reads, The Power of the Tongue. Brother Steve will share his thoughts on the concept of the power of the spoken word. As always, I'll start by giving honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my loving wife, Rita, and you brothers for traveling along this journey. I thank you for your time and attention. Our scripture reference comes Proverbs 18, 21, that reads, Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. This is one of those scriptures that's learned early in your walk with Jesus and is still very powerful regardless to how long you've been on your journey. Today we will dive into the concept of the spoken word and how in this case one word has been given so much power. A few weeks ago I was invited to attend a stage play which is you know kind of outside of my comfort zone in itself. In fact, I can't remember the last time I went to a live stage play, probably one of those uh, Tyler Perry Medea shows back in the day. Well, anyway, this one was To Kill a Mockingbird, which is even further outside of my comfort zone. But, you know, Rita had some, was given some tickets to the show, dinner, and then a discussion afterwards. So off we went to hang out with the artsy folks and to talk about the theme and relevance of this 80-year-old play. Of course, everyone there had read the book and had an opinion of how the play and the book related. Well, for me, it was a good show, somewhat entertaining, but I knew the outcome early on in the play. You know, it was a case of a black man accused of raping a white woman in 1935 Alabama. So you already know the brother didn't stand a chance. So how does this relate to life and death and the power of the tongue? Well, it was the hype before the play that got me thinking. You know, the play narrator and the people that put on the the event wanted to make sure we all knew that the play had some offensive language, in particular, the N-word. Now, I had mixed feelings about all the emphasis put on one single word. You know, one thought was that, well, you know, with the thousands of words in the English language, you mean you can't come up with a suitable substitute? As they explained, they wanted to keep the play original intent and emphasis on the times in 1935 Alabama, so they let the N-words fly without any hesitation. After a while, it got a bit funny how every time one of the characters said it, it was like they made sure all of the emphasis was being placed on to make sure they said it all loud and proud. The other thought was, with all the versions and connotations, and if the truth be told, Probably half of the people in the theater keeps an N-word on deck. So stand behind, you know, being relevant to 1935 Alabama, you know, considering the state of race relations and all of that, you know, I was like, whatever. During our discussion, I only asked one question, and it was, aren't we smart enough to replace one word and still get the impact of how this racist community was going to send the brother to jail for a crime he didn't commit? 
you know, everyone looked at me like, oh, yeah, here's another angry black man, you know, wanting to start an argument by being called nigger. Well, brothers, especially those of you born on the darker side of the spectrums, know what it's like to have to deal with those who will call you the N-word to your face, and then there's other ones who will, who will swear they never use that word but still treat you the same as those that do. I had a conversation a while ago about the difference in the rednecks up north, you know, compared to those down south. In my opinion, I would much rather deal with those good old southern boys who show you up front who they are than those who hide their true feelings. Spending time in the military, you know, you encounter people from all over the world and you learn brothers from up north, you know, brothers from the West Coast. And then those, you know, from the good old South, they are totally different. I can recall being friends with some very cool white dudes. And in fact, I'm still cool with some to this very day. So the power of your words, in this case, the power of one word is a topic for this episode. I think most people know the origin of the N-word. You know, there's a lot written about it. Some trace back to the origin of niger, which is the Latin word for black. But the sting of the word, I believe, got its roots during slavery. Yes, life and death are in the power of the tongue. There has been a lot of death around calling someone an N-word and how fights have broken out and some things started which led to one thing led to another. And sooner, you know, before you know it, somebody didn't make it home that day. In Proverbs 18, 21, it speaks about the value of the spoken word and that you can speak life to someone or something. And with that same tongue, you can also speak death. He also says that those that love it will eat the fruit of it. So if you speak life and you are one of those who love to speak life to people in situations, you will be one who will benefit from those positive vibes. And in some cases, people will pay you for speaking life into their situations. For example, a preacher speaks life into his people every Sunday. And in some cases, he is eating some very good fruit from those words. Words have great power to bless and to curse. Jesus said that a man is not made unclean by what goes into his mouth, but by what comes out of it. The Bible also speaks that says whoever can control his tongue could be perfect in every way. The point here is is that control factor. Understand it takes a lifetime to control your tongue. And even then, if the wrong person says the wrong thing, all bets are off. Brothers, you got to control your tongue. I believe it comes as a warning. If you are one who loves speaking hate, you will also eat that bad fruit and nothing good will come about your conversation, which in some cases is the goal for those hate-filled conversations. Another aspect of the power of the tongue comes when you actually speak or use your voice to activate your thoughts or a written word. Sound has a very has a way of putting things in motion. You know, since the beginning of time, when it was illustrated in the Old Testament that first God said it and then it appeared. The evidence is somewhat clear through his written word. It was first spoken and later translated into what we have today, which is the living word of God. Brothers, you have to activate your faith by speaking some things into existence. It's great to write down the plan, 
But at some point, you actually have to hear yourself say what it is you actually want. I have also heard it stated that if you never actually speak it out loud, God may not move on a particular issue. It could be if you don't think enough to have faith to put it in the atmosphere, then maybe you really don't want it after all. Like all energy, sound energy has the potential to generate electricity. Just like the sun provides unlimited solar energy and the breeze provides wind energy, sound energy is renewable because sensitive beings and lifeless objects alike constantly produce sound. Brothers, the main goal for this episode is to encourage you to watch your words, especially if you are speaking to a young person. I've come to learn that some of my words were taken to heart and I really don't understand why or I don't remember why or when I said it or, you know, maybe been back in my days, you know, back in the party days, you know, that happened a lot. I can't recall the number of times when someone came to me and said, you hurt my feelings by what you said or in some kids, some situations by what I didn't say. As the saying goes, I once was blind, but now I see. I ask for forgiveness and try my best to be very cautious with my words moving forward. It is not only what you say, the words are also written or in, or in the case today, posted on social media. You have to be very careful what you post or respond to on social media. Those words have a way of creating a whole different conversation from what you intended, all because of one simple like. In most cases, you give up your power by allowing your response to dictate the intensity of your reactions. For example, if someone came out and calls you an N-word, does it does it have any power over you as a whole grown man? I would say not. Now, you have to be quickly, you have to quickly evaluate the situation and determine what is the motive behind this person coming at you. Does he have his pistol on his hip ready to shoot you in the name of self-defense? Do you have your pistol ready to kill that person for being stupid? You have to you have to process a lot very quickly before the situation gets out of control. A lot of conversations are going around about hate crimes and things that cause acts of violence motivated by race. I think like all other laws, rules or whatever, they are not designed fairly for people of color. So with that fact in mind, you really have to quickly determine if I'm going to put my life in the hands of the court for beating someone for simply using one of the worst words in the English language. Trust me, brother, I understand. Sometimes the only thing that will solve the issue is a good old-fashioned whooping, but you must also count up the cost before you act. I hope you're not like me when it comes to verbal altercations, you know, the type that wants to get the last word or at least have a good comeback. You know, I would think after all this time, we, we really would have a good comeback for the N-word. We have tried to call some white people N-words as to indicate it was more about the behavior of a person. For example, when you see someone acting stupid, you could refer to that person as that nigga there, boy, I tell you. The power of the spoken word is without question one thing as you move forward on your journey. You must understand, remember to encourage yourself to always keep your tank full with those words that fuel. 
Sometimes you have to put in some work to ensure you are not lying to yourself. If you want to be called successful, you have to ensure you are working toward success in something. One thing that helps take the sting out of being called something less than who you are is by always knowing above all else, you are the son of the king and no man has the power over you regardless their position. Now don't get it twisted. Calling you something and your response is a total different conversation. You hear a lot about judgment and how we say no one can judge. Well, that's not always true. We are not talking about that in this episode. In fact, we will dive into that topic uh, in an upcoming conversation. I'm not sure who first used the phrase that sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, yes, there is a level of truth to that, but now we know that words too can hurt, and in some cases, words can kill. Brothers, you must be careful with your words, and you must pay attention to your kids and how those words affect them because you don't know what they're dealing with these days. In wrapping up the episode and not wanting to leave anything out, I will leave you with a question. What is the most powerful word in the English language? Some will say love, hate, death, war, abortion, Jesus, religion, God, I don't know. Of course, there is a matter of interpretation, but I would say nigger has to be somewhere near the top of that list. As a society, we have given words power, and with any level of power comes responsibility. You have to be wise when you deal with people using that power in a reckless manner. Brother, please remember, life and death are in the power of the tongue. All right, my brothers, we're going to bring this episode to a close. We'll continue the journey forward and hang on for the ride to the next level. I pray you feel the love of the Father. In closing, I want to encourage you to stay tuned to your loved ones, yourself, and especially God. This is Brother Steve encouraging you to ask for wisdom, seek knowledge, and build understanding. So thank you for your time and attention. And until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.